Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. to the following on podcast in partnership with the ECB. I'm John Norman and I'll be joined by former England internationals Gareth Batty and Matt Pryor to look back at day two of the first test between West Indies and England in Antigua. The West Indies closing on 202 for four um, after a, a truly stop-start day. Uh, bowling out England uh, in the first session for 311. That's short and a pull shot, top edge, flying away down towards third man, and it's a super catch from Jason Holder at backward point. Alzari Joseph has brought the innings to a close. Johnny Bairstow, the last man to fall for 140. It was then uh, the first chance to, uh, to see England bowl in a test match with a new ball without uh, either Jimmy Anderson or Stuart Broad, and it didn't quite go to plan. Short from Wokes and pulled by John Campbell through square leg for four. Here is Wokes once again and oh that's a full two full leg stump flicked away in the air for four more by John Campbell. Is this where we say oh imagine if England had an experienced head stood at mid off. <laughs> First chance uh, since Brisbane of course and that didn't go too well either. Either way Craig Brathwaite and John Campbell came out of the traps as West Indies raced along to 83 without loss but England's main man bailed them out again. Stokes, it's gone straight into the hands of Joe Root at first slip. Stokes strikes as he so often does. Windy's looked in trouble at 127 for four when Blackwood fell, but Bonner and Holder guided them to the close. Plenty to come over the next 20 minutes or so. You're listening to Following On here on TalkSport 2. Uh, head straight back to the pitch. Mark Wood speaking. Fantastic cricketer. Um, I think him and Bonner put, sort of nullified that period where we got a bit of reverse swing. If we could have gotten a couple of wickets there, I think that would have put us in, in control. But um, there's still still a, you know, a few runs behind, so we've got to try and capitalise in the morning um, and before that new ball, and then hopefully we can drive it home. There seemed to be a, have been a concerted effort, to me anyway, to bowl straighter lines. Was that the case, and what were you hoping to achieve? Definitely, we, we tried. You know, We've looked at 
know, the analysts has looked at stats in the West Indies and, and said that you know straighter lines are better um, on a flatter pitcher, especially when you some maybe keep low. You got to try and bring the stumps into play. So we try to set straighter fields and bowl slightly straighter. Um, but when we got the length wrong, we were punished. So. It's about trying to be consistent and, and stick, stick at it as much as we can. And if we can throw our minds back towards the start of play, 268 for six, given that start of 47 for four, were you guys happy with 311 or do you think you could have gotten a bit more? Nah, I, think we, I think we should have got more. Um, Johnny played fantastically well, but we've worked hard as a, as a bowling group to, to work on our batting um, and we didn't quite contribute as well as we should have. I think the West Indies probably won that session you know, outright. They, they took four wickets, then they batted and we didn't get a wicket. We were a bit inconsistent with what bowling and they you know, got off to a flying start. So that was a poor session for us, but we came back really well in that second session. So we would have liked more runs um, in the position that we were in. I think we should have maybe gotten a few more, but 311 I still think is a, is a fairly decent total, one that we can hopefully try and defend. And projecting towards tomorrow's day's play, day three, what's the best case scenario for you guys at lunch perhaps? I think you know we've got to try and capitalise on. I know the the pitch is you know a bit flatter or you know the the reverse swing. The ball's quite soft, but we've got to keep the reverse swing in. We've got to try and get the ball moving. We've got to find ways of getting wickets um, on this pitch. And I think if we can get early an early wicket tomorrow, I think starting against reverse swing is hard for a batsman. We saw that Bonan Hola played really well, but if we can get that key wicket, then who knows we might be able to to get a couple more when the new ball comes and, and roll through them. Thanks for your time, Mark. Go and rest up. Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks, mate. That's uh, Samuel Badri, part of TalkSport 2's uh, commentary team, also working for the World TV feed. Mark Wood, as honest as ever. Gareth Batty, Mark, Matt Pryor with me for the next uh, 15, 20 minutes or so. Let's start with the bowling bats because, you know, at times England, uh, with all the pressure on, all the attention on, you know who back in England. And uh, it, seemed to, it seemed to make, make a difference because um, Wokes and Overton... You know, they talk about setting the tone. Well, they, they set the wrong kind of tone for Joe Root today. Yeah, when you look, um, the first wicket went down, 83 runs, 19 overs. It just, on, on a pitch where we, you know, whether we're right or, or, or wrong up here, we're saying it's a new ball pitch. If you've got a new ball in your hand, it's, it's a good time to bowl. So whether the pitch is perfect for that or not, you would suggest that uh, the runs that were scored in that period um, and it was the way the runs were scored, not just the, the accumulation of the 83. It was a clipped leg side, then a little bit outside the off stump. It just wasn't as precise as it could have been. Uh, a little bit sort of scattergun, uh, if we were to look at uh, Hawkeye and where the balls were landing. Um, it just wasn't quite precise enough. And, and it, the unfortunate thing, it's left the door open for, for, for people to say, well, why are Broad and Anderson not there? Because uh, we didn't quite get off to the start that we wanted. I mean, it is a huge arse, though, isn't it, Matt? I know Chris Wokes has played a lot of Test cricket, but we've seen this before. It was Barbados when we were out there in 2019. On that occasion, it was Sam Curran who was throwing the ball and, and told, OK, you're going to bowl in places Stuart Broad in this Test. It didn't go well. Happened again when the West Indies were in England a couple of years ago. Ben Stokes as a captain. It didn't go well, and it didn't go well again today. I mean, um, you've been there. You've been in the dressing room. That's, it's a lot of pressure, but essentially... Chris Wokes will know today that, um, well, he, he, he just didn't perform, nor, and nor did Craig Overton. Yeah, well, look, I think there are a couple of things here. Firstly, it shows the class of Rod and Anderson and what they're missing. I think that could sometimes be taken for granted, um, very, you know, on quite a few occasions. Running on a, on a docile pitch and going at two and over is actually not as easy as people, you know, seem to think. And that's what England struggled with today. But having said that, this is the exact reason why, 
or I believe it's the reason why the ECB made the call, Strauss made the call, because the vulnerable players, people like Chris Wokes, who haven't had to lead the bowling lineup, haven't had to take that responsibility, have always had that crutch to fall back on if things didn't go well. They now have taken that crutch away and the likes of Wokes and Wood and Overton now have to step up. And if they can't, they'll be moved on for someone else because that is international cricket. That is international sports. So actually, we are finding out about these guys. And that's the purpose of leaving Broad and Anderson at home. Uh, we found out a little bit about Jack Leach as well today. Perhaps how did you... Uh, at one stage, it was bizarre. It was almost surreal. It, it was almost as though Joe Root was looking at Jack Leach, the man that's been the first cab off the rank, for so long. It almost looked like he was the man that Joe Root was turning to to wrest control back his way. And he was bowling inside the first... I think 15 overs or so. I mean, that was astonishing in itself. And as Harmy said late in the commentary, that was actually, in the end, the best he's seen Leach bowl for quite some time. Yeah, certainly the last passage of play, would it have been eight overs, I think he bowled on the bounce. Uh, he managed to, to drive the ball into the surface, bowl those nice straight lines that he's not always found it easy uh, to, 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 to get out of his action. Quite often he's... He's channeling the ball just outside off stump and looking nice, almost like what we'd say to seamers, you know, bowing it through to the keeper. But on this surface where it's just just holding a fraction, you need to bring the tram lines that we see with Hawkeye in there. He managed to drive it in. He got through his action quite nicely. Um, no, I think uh, in some tough periods where uh, possibly at the other end we were leaking, he managed to just arrest us some control, um, which probably stopped the game getting too far away from us, which gives us an opportunity tonight to have a few conversations and to put things uh, put things right but no I think it was a pretty uh, a pretty nice day for Jack Leach more importantly when Root threw him the ball it was kind of a vote of confidence it was it was a stop start day I said at the start I mean literally in terms of the weather the players were on and off the field on on four occasions but it was also a bit like when your kid picks up the remote control and suddenly the TV's going along at a million miles an hour then he presses another button it just stops and then it's kind of going back a bit and then it goes forward again. You know, you have periods of play where, you know, wickets fell in clumps. Start of the day, England uh, didn't add too many to their overnight score before being bowled out. Then the West Indies came out and then just raced away. 82 without loss. I mean, they reached 125 overs. England reached 135 overs, which is, you know, in itself quite interesting. But when you factor in that it was Craig Brathwaite, who is the slowest batsman in international cricket, who was racing to a runnable 50. You know, that gives you some kind of idea. And just when you're thinking, what is going on here? Four wickets fall for 47. And let's be honest, some of the cricket at times, Matt, today, it, it wasn't of a, of a standard um, that maybe we would like to see at Test cricket. But England will take it because it got them back in the game. Yeah, it was, it was almost a case of which team is worse rather than which team is better. I think, I think really the, the Brathwaite uh, strike rate, if I can say that, you know, sums up England's bowling. He, he is a batsman who is, you know, his record suggests he's the slowest batsman in the world, he, which tells us he waits for the very, very bad ball before he tries to do anything. And he keeps the good one out, and he rotates a strike, getting singles. He went at 80 runs per 100 balls today, which shows you just how many bad balls and loose deliveries England bowled at him. And, 
you know, he, he played nicely, uh, absolutely, but he had a lot to hit. Um, and then you had a, a passage of play where the West Indies were shocking. I mean, the wickets they gave away were were literally that. And you just think, hey, what is going on? England didn't bowl any better. It was just sort of almost like the West Indies pushed the self-destruct button and thought, oh, we'll just lose four quick wickets here. And then England's kind of got back into it, bowled a bit straighter. Then they had a period where they couldn't bowl. I mean, interesting listening to Mark Wood saying their plan was to bowl straight. Well, the fields suggested that, but they didn't. I mean, how many deliveries did we see? I mean, not we won't even mention the ones that have gone down the leg side because you can almost you can almost give them that because if they're trying to bowl straight, that's where you would tend to err and go towards the leg and, and you might lose at that side and that's why you've got cover. But when you're trying to bowl at the stumps, wicket to wicket, bowling straight with a reverse swinging ball and then you bowl sixth, fifth and sixth stump outside the off stump, which gives a batsman a free hit because all he's got to do is get half a bat on it. You've got no fielders. You've got a first slip. You've got a gully and you've got a backward point. There's loads of area there that you've just got to get any kind of bat on it. It's four runs. And then the bowlers are kind of like hands on hips. Oh, poor me. You know, how unlucky have I been? Well, you haven't. You're not bold to the plan. And that's just skill. That's being able to execute your skills, which England from a bowl, and we're just focusing on England here, have been found wanting massively because, again, they're bowling at batsmen that average 20 and 30 in test cricket. You know, these are not Steve Smith's and Virat Kohli's. No disrespect to the West Indian batters, but that's the reality. That, that's, what's, that's what's happening here. So, look. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. This is new era. We're developing this team. That's been said many times, but there is a lot to learn here. 
usually it's England playing a team on occasion when those kind of things occur. I remember we were in Sri Lanka in 2018 and you were incandescent. You know, Sri Lanka were at times in possession of a test match and they completely threw it away by very strange field placements, very strange bowling. Um, and that again... Well, that's happened today. I mean, are you surprised? Have you, have, have you, it's one thing for that kind of thing to happen against, you know, an Australia or an India, even a New Zealand. They're, they're a good side. But were you a little bit surprised to, to see that happen today against a side like the West Indies? <laughs> well, sadly, no, I wasn't surprised because this is, this is where England is at right now. And, and I think we have to be honest about that. That's the first thing. You have to realise where you're at before you can then make a first step forward. And I, I think England are pretty pretty honest. Um but we're we we're in for a we're in for a long journey here. Um there's there are quite a few areas that that need improvement. Um you know Bairstow saved the day with a fantastic hundred, but the same thing happened with the batsmen. We've got bowlers now that again haven't been able to execute skills. Um well, well, if you look at the, the score, the, the scoreboard, who are the players that have done it to, for England? It's it's Stokes with the ball and with the bat. It's Wood with the ball, and it's Bairstow with the bat. I mean, they're not new. They're not new guys, are they? That's it. And and unfortunately, Wokes has gone around the park, which is what he does overseas <laughs> and has done in forty-three tests up till now. Um, so. I think it was one of the, the broadcasters on TV actually said, well, if you look at this, four out of the five bowlers are over 30 years old and have played over 20 test matches. What are we learning here? What is new? It's not like we've got a whole load of 19-year-olds running in or making, you know, the bowlers making debuts and stuff where you could kind of go, all right, well, we understand that because they, they've got to learn. Wokes has played 43 test matches. That's a lot of test cricket. Um, and you can't wait for the conditions to be perfect and suit you, for you to be able to put a, put, a, put a performance in. You know, it's not necessarily about expecting Chris Wokes to go in and take Pfeiffer today. But far from it. But he's got to do a job. He can't go at five and over. He has to be able to then go, right, it's not my day. I'm not going to be the one taking wicks, wickets today. But I can hit a length, wicket to wicket, set a straight field, and go at two, two and a half and over. Because that's my role. Mark Wood, when he was speaking, he said something that was exactly the same thing that Steve Harmison said, and that was, you've just got to find a way. And that, that essentially is it, especially when that the ball for England, much like for West Indies, seems to have been, um, well, it's disintegrating, essentially. And there's 10 overs to go. And, uh, you know, that was one of the reasons why so play was, you know, brought to, to, a, to, a, to a close. We lost some overs today. You know, how big of a deal is that? Because it means that West Indies, when they come out tomorrow, have got 10 overs against the old ball to get their eye in, to score some runs, and to get closer to that target. How desperate do you think Joe Root was just to get those, get those overs done tonight so tomorrow his bowlers could come out, new day, after having a sleep maybe, and, uh, and really gone at West Indies? Uh, it's kind of a yes and no answer, isn't it? It's... Um you would ideally start the day with the new ball in your hand and a and a different skill set and and people go about their their disciplines in a slightly more precise fashion but the guys who are going to bowl with a new ball are not going to bowl in that first 40 minutes anyway i would suggest there's a pretty good chance it'll be a captain and, and left arm spinner that sort of hustle through the first 30 minutes and try and nick a wicket 
And I'm ashamed to say nick a wicket when our number one spin bowler could be bowling. So you're not trying to nick when you're going to bowl and do your job. You're going to take a wicket to then make life easier um, for the big lads then who are taking the new ball. I think it, it's a bit of raw clarity. It's a bit of professional pride that England possibly didn't quite have as much as we would like to see possibly today. Just have the professional pride that I'm not going to go around the path. I'm going to just do. I'm going to do the uncomfortable stuff. I'm going to do the the rubbishy stuff, the dirty stuff, just to make sure that my mate the other end, the team is not suffering from me not having my best day. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, and one thing I'd add, you know, we've we've been we've been hard on Wokes today, and and right rightly so. But you know, I've just mentioned he has played 43 Test matches. He's got experience. Anyone can have a bad day. Hmm. We're not saying that. Anyone can have a bad day. So what will be interesting is how he comes back tomorrow. Because he's going to take the new ball again. And will he overnight have found a way, as we've spoken about, had a conversation with the coaches, the bowling coach, John Lewis. It's right. Have, have you seen anything? What can I do overnight to re- recover, repair, come back so that I can deliver what I should be delivering? Because that's, again, what, what the best do. And that's a learning experience. That's why he's been given this role, a leader within the group. Well, when you're the leader in the group and hasn't gone well, it's even more important how you come back the next day. So it'll be really interesting. And let's hope it, Let's hope he does. There's no reason why he shouldn't. We know he's a fine cricketer, um, but it will be a big challenge for him today because he will know it today wasn't good enough. OK, let's talk about the West Indies for the last few moments because yesterday England were 48 for four. And West Indies today last uh, 40, uh, well, about the same, 45 for four. 83 without loss to 127 for four. But like in the first innings, you know, two batsmen came together. Bonner actually averages over 40. I think he's the only West Indian to do so. And Jason Holder, of course, when we were there, I mean, he was absolutely terrific, wasn't he? And he, you know, he does raise his game against England. He, he batted well. And, you know, the West Indies were actually out of this. And they, through grit and doggedness, have got themselves back into it. Um, and actually, over the two days, this game has swung maybe six six ways. So it does it does suggest that we've got a competition here at the very least. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, you look at the the senior players within the England batting lineup. They came in and they trusted defence and they played down the line of off stump. They lined up with the right eye on off stump, left out here. Uh, when it's outside the eye line and made sure that they had a straight blade to play down the ground and were prepared to face some balls. That's exactly what Bonner has done, exactly what Holder has done. There is no uh, magic portion that they've all of a sudden reinvented the wheel. They just went about the real good basics of batting. And it's as simple as keep your right eye on off stump, don't fall over the ball, hit gun barrel straight down the line. As soon as it's outside your eye line, leave it alone and be prepared to... Almost, almost don't break before the bowler. Let them come to you. Uh, and England kind of all day, as to an extent the West Indies did do throughout periods, um, they just buckled and gave that easy knock ball or that actually breaking of the shackles sort of you know longer half volley or wider ball that, uh, that went for a boundary. Brilliant stuff. Well, look, Gareth and Matt will be back for day three alongside Andrew McKenna. Neil Manthop, Jarrah Kimber, Samuel Badri, Mark Butcher and Steve Harmison here as part of uh, TalkSport 2's live cricket coverage. If you missed any of the action today and you want to have um, a little listen back to some of uh, the wickets to fall and some of the wayward bowling uh, along the way, well, the uh, 
The following on uh, daily highlight show will be released at 5 a.m. That will be available on the following on podcast feed. So uh, download that, subscribe, review, and then join us back here on TalkSport 2 from half past one on Thursday for day three of the first test match of three between the West Indies and England. Thanks for listening. It was in the last hour, I felt, yesterday, but that was just more physical tiredness. He's got the edge. Jaden Seals has got the edge. Chris Wokes has got it. It was back of a length. Yeah, great bit of bowling this from Seals. So here is Overton. He's got to do the batting job first, though. And that one is tucked away to short leg and caught. And Jaden Seals has got two wickets in the over. Here we go, then. Seals ball number four. Besto is opening the face, guides it past second slip. And England have 300 on the board. You would think in the first innings, that's short and a full shot, top edge, flying away down towards third man, and it's a super catch from Jason Holder. And England have been bowled out for 311. Overton delivers. It's a straight drive from Brathwaite, back past the stumps. In goes Overton, that's two uh, leg side-ish, clipped away by Brathwaite. Chill your beans. You're not quite Jimmy Anderson yet, you're not quite Stuart Broad. Wokes in and he's short, wide of off stump. Brathwaite just props back onto the back foot and glides it backward a point for four. Beautifully timed. England just cannot stop the flow of runs at the moment. He's uh, been quite so erratic today. Leach is in again. Oh, Craig Brathwaite, what's going on? The West Indian captain has just launched him straight over long on for six. I don't think either of us can explain that. We might have to get Jared Kimber. Not even Jared's going to answer to that. Is this where we say, oh, imagine if England had an experienced head stood at mid-off. <laughs> yeah, just trying to bowl too many wickets. Ball's down the leg side. He's got an edge. A pull shot from Campbell. Straightforward catch to Ben Fuchs. Final ball of the 26th over from Mark Wood. It's outside of Ofstop. It's guided to Gully and England have got a breakthrough. Brathwaite goes for 55. It's 101 for two. Club have just announced a signing. You have... Uh, Give a, over, they're not. They're, they have a... a Give a, over. A nice little uh, piece oh, of tell, Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? I don't know. Who is it? Sunil Narine is going to come but and play in the blast. We've not signed Sunil Narine. Give over. Sunil Narine. Stokes. Edge gone. Straight into the hands of Joe Root. That first slip. Stokes strikes as he so often does. Shamar Brooks on his way for 18. West Indies suddenly 111 for three. Bonner pushing into the offside. They're going to try a single that isn't there. It's picked up, shied at the stumps. Umpire Brathwaite makes the signal. And out. He's out. I beg your pardon. Oh, my goodness gracious. Got it wrong. Hang on. That's, that, that can't be. He's pressed the wrong button. Works will start the new over. Takes Blackwood on the putt. No, it's looped out to Gully. Is there bat in there as well? Joel Wilson says not out. England are going to review this. The spike as the ball passes the bat. So Overton takes the catch. Blackwood is out for 11 from 24 balls. And it's 127 for four. Fine pickup on drive, but it's a lovely clean strike from Jason Holder. He's decided that the hard work has been done. So the West Indies trail by 109 runs at the close of the second day of this first test match. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, 
you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 